0: Shalom and welcome. I'm Chelsea, certified mermaid, diver, and science communicator. And I'm Blake, scuba dive master, free diving instructor, and also a science communicator. We've created the Save the Mermaids podcast to connect ocean lovers from across the seven seas who have a desire to protect our waters and learn to live in sync with nature. Save the mermaids, save the seas. Let's dive in.
1: And now our happy ocean news. This one is near and dear to my heart. So you said you've never seen uh, the documentary SOS, Save Our Seas. Okay. So this one is all about the vaquita and the illegal gill nets that have been causing, they're the most critically endangered porpoise in the entire world. And we thought that there were less than 10 of them left.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. So we all were assuming this is the year that they were going to be gone. And it's very much like an animal that is so adorable. It'll just make you cry. It
0: is. It's such a little, like a no-nosed dolphin looking yeah. thing. It so with like cute. a big, they're just so cute. Okay, yeah. so
1: at less than five feet long, the Vaquita porpoise is the smallest living cetacean and the rarest marine mammal in the entire world. It also has the smallest geographical range, and that's what's causing them issues. Mm. Um, this little porpoise with the smiling expression and dark rings around its eyes can be found only in the northern part of Mexico's Gulf of California. Um, The biggest issue out there is they have these massive gill nuts that they're using to get um, the swim bladder of this one specific type of fish out there, and that's all being sold to China uh, from quote unquote medicine that doesn't actually do anything so just the exact same issue as shark finning, uh, but affecting the vaquita. So, with as few as 10 individual vaquita remaining, their numbers have dropped dramatically in recent years due to the illegal gillnets used by fishing operations within marine protected areas in the Gulf of California, according to the World Wildlife Fund. However, new research indicates that while the few vaquita that have remained have been skirting extinction for years, those few that survive are reproducing, and they may have found ways to avoid the gillnets that threaten their species, uh, the University of St. Andrews said in a press release. So... That's usually when the animals are so low and they're so hard to find, they just aren't reproducing. They Mm -hmm. might have an issue of not having a lot of genetic, um, variability, but I say that's better than nothing. Yep in the documentary, we actually watched them try to capture a mating couple so that, you know, just like we do with dolphins or other animals, but they have such, they're like narwhals in that they have such high anxiety that they die in the process of getting Uh. caught. So that was like the most heartbreaking moment because you know, there's only eight left. And then you watch one die in the hands of scientists and you just see the scientists sobbing because they're like, this is our last hope. Let's just see if we could maybe make it happen. And then They die in their arms and the people are, I
0: couldn't, I don't want to watch that movie anymore. I know it's it's important to watch these movies and understand what's going on in the world, but that is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Like
1: just seeing the scientists were like, we like prepare yourselves for this not to work because we know that they'll have heart attacks, but if one of them doesn't have a heart attack, we could potentially save a whole species. So like just having to make that decision makes me, oh, yeah, um, So more vaquita porpoises survive than expected in this last year, though. So finding any vaquita in the area is a surprise given the rapid declines detected in previous surveys. These survivors are the future of an endemic species of Mexico and must be protected, said lead author of the research Dr. Lorenzo Rojas uh, Brajo, Brajo of the National Institute of Ecology and Climate Change in Mexico, according to a press release. Seven to 15 vaquitas were spotted in 2019, the researchers estimated, and from five to 13 individuals last year. Calves were seen both years, uh-huh. so at least they're having babies. Earlier research has estimated that less than 20 vaquitas survived in 2018, with the population decreasing by about half each year. By half. That's so, so much. That's saying, like in 2018, uh, in 2018, there were 20, so we thought by 2019 there'd be 10. 2020, there'd be five, yeah. 2021, there'd be two. We thought they'd gone. be gone by yeah. now. Uh, scientists have said the only hope for vaquita recovery is for local fishers to stop using gill nets to catch fish and shrimp in the vaquita's small territory as they trap and drown the endangered porpoises. The researchers said the extinction is inevitable for the vaquita without another form of livelihood for the fishers that don't include the use of gillnets. So it kind of goes back to the exact same issue with shark finning, where these guys are making such little money that they need to support their families. Therefore, they use these gillnets. And then there's this middleman who's getting these um, swim bladders, making a shit ton of money selling it to China. So I'm like, you know what? I don't get excited about much in life, but I'm like, I could punch I could punch somebody <laughs> if I saw that happening. <laughs> Um, but it used to be like a hundred years ago that the um, fishermen would just get so irritated of all of these vaquitas stealing their catch that they would kill them so that on top of all of this not realizing how special
0: these animals are uh it's just it's a lot in terms of fishing in that area that is a lot just so many things that happen where i wish we could go back in time and just shake (laughs) <laughs> people like <and be laughs> the face yeah yeah so
1: fishing equipment that wouldn't entangle small small porpoises does exist but none of the alternative gear was found in recent surveys of the area and it would require investment and enforcement to put into p- effect so if anybody's listening who has a lot of money if you want to do something good for people go meet these fishermen buy this gear that's going to protect the vaquita let them continue taking care of their families without um causing porpoises as bycatch You could make a huge difference there.
0: Yeah. Like you're literally saving a species from becoming extinct.
1: Yeah. Um, This is a quote. Against all odds, we still have one last chance to save the vaquita, said research scientist at NOAA Fisheries Southwest Fisheries Science Center, Dr. Barbara Taylor, who is co-author of the paper. Give these animals a chance so they can survive. Um, a method called expert elicitation was used by the research team in figuring out how many individual vaquitas were seen across various surveys in 2019 and 2021. These numbers were used to estimate the minimum size of the total population. A better estimate wasn't possible partially due to acoustic monitors, which can provide more comprehensive data having been damaged and stolen by illegal fishing crews. Mm. So these illegal fishermen are just knocking everything out. Really fucking it up. Yeah. So um, essentially the research team did find evidence to suggest that during an attempt to capture some vaquita in 2017 in order to bring them into protective captivity, a few have avoided gill nets, while some had scars from earlier run-ins with the deadly nets. Uh, this is another quote, if you kill 99% of of the animals, that 1% that is left is probably not random. Models do not necessarily account for the intelligence of vaquitas that may have learned how to escape gillnets, said Taylor in the press release. Yeah, this could help uh, stave off extinction for the species a little longer, but vaquita are not far from disappearing because gillnets remain the primary means of making a living in nearby towns and even protecting the small area where vaquitas remain seems beyond enforcement abilities. Until fishers have access and training and alternatives
0: to gill nets, vaquita's extinction is guaranteed. So I think that needs to become a priority. We need to find alternatives to gill nets.
1: Yeah. I like, mean
0: have to. They
1: already are there. It's just they're too the it's too expensive to get all these other options. So there needs know, to be
0: funding for that. Like there's no excuse for us letting people like make species go extinct.
1: And Mexico has already seen like. One really beautiful Mexico is, first of all, an amazing country with so much biodiversity, and they really weren't protecting their species um, until you know 20, 30, 20 years ago, in terms of you know like Baja California becoming a marine sanctuary. I mean, Baja um, Mexico on the California, whatever that little peninsula is called uh, it's been really amazing to see these differences in how all of these species are coming back. And that brings in so much money from tourism. Right. And if these fishermen who are getting all of these, um, fish bladders out here in that area, instead were turned into tourism, like what happens, for example, with project Hugh, I know a ton of people who would like, if I had the chance to see a vaquita, I would probably, I would pay at least a thousand dollars
0: to get on a boat and see one. Yeah, absolutely. Turn those boats into viewing boats. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to make a lot more money potentially and do way, way more good.
1: Yeah. And that is dependent on tourism, but right now all the systems are in place for those, um, illegal fishermen to be selling on the black market, these fish bladders.
0: I hate that. Yeah. so much.
1: They're still around, which is shocking because we thought they'd be gone this year. Yeah. I really hope they pull through. I really hope
0: people can mobilize in a way that's quick and effective. And we can like,
1: we need a, a like, where's the rock or Jason Momoa. I'm like all these dudes with so much money, you can invest $1 million into these. And I get that they're, these fishermen are illegal. Like I know that everything that they're doing is illegal however they are still just trying to feed their families Mm -hmm. so if you could go in find out who these guys are I'm sure that it would be difficult because it's all underground but find out who these guys are and just be like hey I know that this is what you're doing here's this product instead that's not going to kill the vaquita like I know that it would be kind of enabling something illegal but it's better than what's already been able enabled illegal by China yeah and it's killing all these vaquita right so yeah that has
0: got to be a better Blake's
1: one. two cents of Robin Hood in it. Oh god,
0: I hate that. But yay, <laughs>
1: for them being more around than we thought. Yeah, to be able to see two calves is amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, okay. <laughs> what what are we talking about today? <laughs> Squids. Squids. I feel like I want to go first because yours is more Mine's interesting. Cooler. Yeah. No offense. It's none taken. I was upset about squids when I was researching. <laughs> I'm just so glad yours is interesting. Oh, good. I know. So um, as usual, we each picked a squid and I went through a lot of them because a lot of them sound cool. Mm-hmm. There's one out there called the cockeyed squid that has one eye bigger than the other. Ooh. And there's like, uh, like a cartoon. Yeah. That creepy alien squid oh, that we yeah. were talking about but it's like there's one cool thing about them and it wouldn't have made an episode it'd make a quick instagram post yeah so <laughs> i picked one and i went with it and here we go perfect <laughs> yeah. so i picked the humboldt squid um it's also called the jumbo squid or the jumbo flying squid nice it doesn't fly don't let that fool oh, you i know bummer i immediately was like yes i picked one that flies." yeah no, oh. <laughs> they fly through the water. That's called swimming. It's <laughs> called swimming. I know. I know. I don't name these things, or else I would have called it the jumbo swimming <laughs> squid. <laughs> so they are found in the eastern Pacific. They are the only species in its genus. Um, it's along with cuttlefish, which is we knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, and at a mantle length of four feet eleven inches, it is the largest squid in its family. So that's four feet plus whatever, the four feet of leg that it right. has. So that's like a big squid. That's a big squid. squid. Yeah. Um, they can weigh up to 110 pounds. So a big, chunky squid. Nom, nom. Yeah. They are the most important squid in the world, though, for fisheries, especially with um, the catches in Mexico, Peru, and Chile. Interesting. Like for people to eat. So here's the thing. We're going to talk about this later because I don't think you have to do a ton of stuff to be able to eat these. I went down a whole rabbit hole actually. Oh, Is it
1: similar to like a puffer fish?
0: Uh, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Poisonous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they like other squid have chrome chromatophores, which help them change color. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what is wrong with me that I always pick these ones, but they do have a nickname and it is Diablo Rojo, the red devil. <laughs> and I'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, yeah. So they're very, very powerful, and intelligent, but they only live one to two years, just like wow. the rest of these guys. Yeah. Okay. It's really interesting how smart, well, I don't know, well. like so smart that you don't want to live on this planet anymore. Yeah. Just like mm, we're I'm good. It's yeah. Two years and we're good. Two and done. They are aggressive toward humans, especially scuba divers during feeding time. Ooh. Is, yeah. So if you get in one's way while they're trying to feed, it's going to be terrifying. Good to
1: know. Like, because I scuba, where are they?
0: Um, Eastern Pacific. So not here. Okay, good. Yeah. Me- uh, yeah. Not here. Mexico, Peru and Chile. Um, they are. So when they're agitated, here's the red devil part. When they're agitated or caught, they flash red and white which has earned them that nickname Diablo Rojo. Oh. They can change to up to 28 colors. Wow. I cannot even name 28. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're counting like blue green, green blue, <laughs> like aqua, yeah. turquoise. Um so they they do like other squids have 10 tentacles with two arms included in that. I think that's a common misconception a lot of people think they have the eight like an octopus mm-hmm. does, but fun snapple fun fact everybody squids have 10 (laughs) um they grow super quick which of course they live two years and they're fucking eight feet long (laughs) uh the reproduction is fast and furious with a female laying over one million eggs oh wow you know i just saw that the mola mola can lay 300 million at a time. I'm sorry. 300 million. Yeah. I read it twice because I was like, I'm going to say this joke. later. <laughs> I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> like, can you imagine that? I can't imagine that much anything. That's a lot of eggs. It's a lot of eggs. A lot of eggs. So, yeah. So yeah. The Humboldt squid laying over 1 million eggs at a go 20 million it's in its entire life. Wow. Yeah. Do I'm assuming like a few of them survive so I guess because a lot of things eat squid eggs yeah and if it's just kind of in there like in the ocean in a cloud Mm. easy for all the animals to just open mouth Mm -hmm. jump just yeah with that many all you have to do is open your mouth and go forward (laughs) Uh, They do hunt alone or in groups. One strategy is um, for it to latch onto its prey and pull it deep into the ocean until it becomes unconscious, which is just the most fucked up thing. And it's terrifying.
1: Of. Cause you said they'll attack divers. Yeah. All I can imagine is the squid coming at me and pull, and pulling you into the depths. That should be a scary. Why are there more shark? Like sharks don't do stuff like that. There should be more scary squid movies. There should be more scary. A lot of anything, but
0: shark. Movies. Right. <laughs> it's like some of these fucking sharks things. have been overdone. Uh, yeah. And they're not, they're not doing this. Mm-hmm. They're not, Hunting like velociraptors and pulling <laughs> people down into the depths. <laughs> like, um, they can travel in shoals of up to 1,200. Oh my God. Which, knowing what you know now, should scare you.
1: Terrifying.
0: <laughs> you I would not be pumped to see that. No. i would be like, give me out. out. Give me out. I'm out. Um, they are of least concern. Okay. Because they have a billion babies. Because there's so many babies. So more than a few survive. Um, So, okay, going back to their um, poisonous bits. So squid flesh is saturated with ammonium chloride, which assists in buoyancy and makes the squid taste salty, bitter, and sour. So it does have to be tenderized, dipped in lactic acid, citric acid, soaked for three hours, and then brined for another two, just to make it palatable. Why would you eat it then? I don't know. And I looked up calamari because uh-huh. I was like, why the fuck? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Here? And it's a different kind of squid. Oh yeah. So this while super popular and very, very sought after for some reason, this isn't what we made calamari. Um, Humans
1: are so smart and dumb
0: they right like we make everything so much harder than it needs right. to
1: right yes <laughs> this thing that's ridiculously better I'm gonna go through a 17-step process <laughs> to make it
0: quote-unquote palatable and who did it first I was <laughs> like I'm gonna try to brine it for one hour nope, nope. not enough Must. <laughs> wow yeah the the last thing is the Humboldt squid is named after the Humboldt channel that I think they were first found in by some sailor guy I don't know that history just doesn't interest me so I didn't write it down (laughs) some guy named it and it means nothing so yeah (laughs) Blake and Chelsea here
1: want to bring the magic of Save the Mermaids into everyday life if you're visiting the island of Oahu then come diving with us
0: I am a PADI certified mermaid instructor and offer mermaid classes from ages six to adult. If you've ever dreamed of being a mer person, these classes are a great way to learn safely, try a tail for the first time, or deepen your existing skill set. Learn breathing techniques, mermaid tricks, how to swim in a tail and monofin, and more. You'll learn some ocean facts, conservation tricks, and spend the entire time smiling and making other people smile too.
1: And if you're looking for a deep sea adventure, come on a pelagic shark dive with me. I'm a dive master and shark safety diver for Go Adventure Hawaii in the iconic North Shore town of Haleiwa. On this two hour tour, we will free dive with some of the top predators in the ocean, such as the Galapagos sharks, sandbars, tiger sharks. But remember, this is a cageless shark snorkel,
0: so you must be comfortable in open water and deep sea conditions. Can't dive with us in person, but still want to show your support? then please go to www.mermaidconservation.com, click on the episodes tab and click on the support the podcast button to donate or write us a review on our podcast page of your Apple podcast app. We really appreciate your continued support that allows us to bring the magic
1: of Save the Mermaids to you every single week.
0: We truly could not do what we do without you. Tell me about yours please. Mine is the giant squid. I am already obsessed. Have you yes. seen one?
1: No. But I do know that they're around here and I do know that um uh one of the on the crew of Kaimana Ocean Safari on Big Island they yeah. actually saw
0: chunks of one floating on one of their tours. So I know that not a lot of people have seen them in the ocean, but I I can't remember where I was, but I got to go. I want to say it may have been Moat Marine Lab in Florida. I could totally be wrong, but they had one Ooh. on display and the, it was so cool because the case was however long yeah, and it had shrunk so much. So the case was as long as it was when they found it. okay. And by the time little Chelsea came around, it was like 10 feet smaller than the case. Wow! So it had shrunk. Ooh. Oh my God. I'm so, I have so much to say, but I want you to say everything. That's is, so fun. They're so interesting. Well, first of
1: all, did you know they're not the largest squid? I just assumed giant squid is the biggest squid. Actually. Is it the colossal?
0: The colossal squid.
1: squid. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know yeah. so much about squids, well, girl. I told you, I tried to find a better one <laughs> <laughs> and I knew you had jumbo or you had the giant squid. So <laughs> mine's pretty great. Yeah. Okay. Um, so giant squid <laughs> live deep underwater in the twilight
1: zone at depths between 1000 and 2000 feet. Uh, they're most often recorded in the North Atlantic, North Pacific, um, and near South Africa and New Zealand. So spread out.
0: they (laughs) aware. Yeah. Uh,
1: their diet likely consists of fish, shrimp, and other squid. And some suggest they might even attack and eat small whales.
0: Stop. I mean, they could. Yeah. So I, I wonder... I should stop asking questions. I want you to say what you have to say. And then I'll ask questions. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: the biggest giant squid ever found was almost 43, which it, feet, which is 13 meters long. Just imagine no. a 40, no, <laughs> 43 foot long squid. That's bigger than the boat that I work on
0: swimming at you. And now knowing what I know about some squids, <laughs> uh, this, these guys are different than that though. Thank oh God. Thank Cause God. they're so
1: deep. Um, Ooh so that includes his tentacles, um, that are about as long as a (laughs) (laughs) semi-trailer. Okay. (laughs) So that's the science communication part. I'm like, how long it's a semi-trailer. Uh, however, scientists estimate that the species may be able to grow up to 20 meters, which is 66 feet long based on the size of giant squid beaks found in the stomachs of sperm whales.
0: I'm like all in for this. You just, you just talk and I'm just going to stare gaping at you. Okay.
1: So to give you another idea of how big they are, uh, their eyes are the size of frisbees. Yuck. Yep. Yuck. Yep. So a staggering (laughs) 10.5 inches across a squid's eyeballs lack the jelly-like substance that gives our, or that gives ours their shape. Instead, they're filled with water, which leaks out. Once the invertebrate dies, the eyes collapse. It's the, it's like a collapsed plastic bag. Biologist Dan Erickson or Eric Nielsen told NPR in 2012. So other
0: than the ones that are like, oh, the biggest eye per like body size, do they have the biggest eye of anything? I don't, I don't know. I just know it's as big as a Frisbee. That's so big.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, the female giant squids are bigger than the males on average female giant squid are around twice the size of males with the tips of their beaks to the end of their two long tentacles, longest tentacles, uh, giant squid suckers can leave ugly battle scars. The giant squid's main enemy is the sperm whale while under attack. The squid often retaliate by inflicting large circular wounds, courtesy of the serrated rings around each sucker. So each sucker has teeth essentially. (laughs) We found that in the devil's squid. The, yeah. Whatever that one was. Demon Squid. Squid of the Devil.
0: Yeah. 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 I <laughs> actually think that's that's come up a couple of times. Vampire squid. There it is. There we go. <laughs>
1: um, let's see. The giant squid's maximum length is about 43 or 43 feet, but we like I said, they can't get up to 60. Um they've never verified a 70-footer scientifically. That's all based on the size of the beak found in a stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instead of a proper tongue, they use a radula. This organ rests inside their beaks and is covered with seven rows of denticles, which are (sighs) sharp, toothy, backwards-pointing protrusions.
0: Okay, so do turtles have that also? Because you see all those photos like circ circulating the internet you're asking me
1: so many questions i don't know i'm sorry i'm just so (laughs) (laughs) interested
0: i want to know all the things yeah where
1: if if it's going into the mouth it gets stuck because those dermal those denticles are facing backwards
0: right so So that's
1: essentially the same for the squid there's no escape don't get your finger stuck in one's mouth (laughs) okie (laughs) dokie uh there may be just one known species a genetic analysis in 2013 suggested that um arc Archid toothis duxus is the only species of giant squid, as revealed by a comparison of 43 specimens from around the world. The giant squid gene pool uh, seems abnormally shallow. All 43 subjects were pretty much indistinguishable. (laughs) Um, Whoa. So, geneticist Thomas Gilbert says it's completely bizarre. How can something be global but have so little variation? Other researchers, however, argue that there may be as many as eight species out there, um, but again, that's just all theoretical because all of the ones that we've tested, they're pretty much like identical twins. Right. I wonder what they're basing aid off of. That's weird. I don't know. yeah. Uh, giant squid tentacles can regenerate. One giant squid corpse found in Canada in 1968 had a partially regenerated tentacle. According to a study of the specimen in the Canadian Journal of Zoology, the regenerated club differed in length and width and is the size and in the size and pattern of suckers when compared with the normal tentacular arms. Many cephalopods besides squids are capable of this feat including octopuses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um an estimated 4.3 to 131 that's such a big range. 4.3 <laughs> to 131 million get eaten by sperm whales
0: each year. None or all? Science. <laughs> Science.
1: It's either 4.3 million or 131 million. Wow. Yeah, but so this is the main diet of sperm whales. The squid regularly show up inside sperm whale stomachs. Approximately 360,000 of these um, mammals swim in the oceans. So, if every sperm whale on Earth devoured an average of one giant squid per month, that means 4.3 million would be off annually. But some experts think this figure is way too low. Every single day, male whales put away 300 to 400 squid of various species, while females consume 700 to 800 squid.
0: Oh my god. Okay, we should In do a day. Sp- for- sperm whales are epic. Yeah, we should do an episode on sperm whales. I am so down. I love they've, them. They've got to dive crazy deep to get to these things. Badasses. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're so cool. Sweet.
1: Um should um Architeuthis represent even 1% of their diet, uh then the whales would eat 3.6 million daily. <laughs> so that's 131 million giant squid killed annually. Yeah, uh, giant squids may have helped give rise to the sea serpent legends, obviously. In one of Moby Dick's more memorable chapters, um, a giant squid slithers toward Captain Ahab's whaleboat. Apparently, Herman Melville wasn't a fan. Ishmael describes the squid as a vast, pulpy mass, complete with innumerable long arms radiating from its center, <laughs> curling and twisting like a nest of anacondas. Ugh. yep but melville wasn't alone many believe that this predator's writhing snake-like limbs have long inspired sea uh, serpent yarns so would the
0: kraken be derived from this guy either
1: this guy or the colossal the squid colossal one, okay. yeah i'll describe the difference to um between those two species at the end because i was interested in that too okay Uh, Like all squids, giant squids have three hearts. A median heart pumps oxygenated blood through the body, which it receives from two smaller ones that pump uh, blood through the gills. Uh, This is fun. Their penises are about a yard long. Don't let that come at you. (laughs) Nobody ever documented a pair of giant squid getting busy, but biologists suspect that males use their sex organs like syringes, injecting sperm into a female's skin where the... uh where she stores the cells until her eggs need fertilizing when that happened the mom-to-be pulls them out of storage though we're not sure how um so it's not like other animals where like they'll put it into their other reproductive parts and let them sit there until they need it like sharks can you know hold uh, sperm in their bodies for a while it just holds it in a random pocket in their skin wherever the male decides to cut her open
0: mm. animal sex is no joke it's,
1: yeah like only the tiny ones are romantic Yeah. The big animals are creepy. They're creepy.
0: I feel like we've, we've covered more creepy, unorthodox animal sex than we've, I know. I was like,
1: I feel like our podcast would really shoot off if we only talked about weird animal sex compared to, you know what I mean? We accidentally do on like every species we cover it, but if we just called it weird animal sex, instead of save the mermaids podcast, we'd have a lot of really odd followers but
0: but we'd have a lot. We'd of be them. famous. <laughs> Maybe February needs to be like a sex month. Sex month. I'm down. All right, me too. <laughs> We're
1: animals. We already have covered a lot of it. Uh, fun fact: the first giant squid photo ever shot was taken inside of a bathroom. Some dude hung up a giant squid in his bathroom. In 1873, Newfoundland minister Moses Harvey acquired a dead uh, giant squid, which he laid out over his shower curtain rod and preserved for posterity. He'd purchased the specimen for just $10 uh, from a few local fishermen who'd ensnared it with their nets while out in Loggy Bay. Uh, Giant squid are probably cannibals. Bits and pieces of the giant squid showed up in a live giant squid stomach, but this doesn't necessarily prove that giant squid dine on one another. Some scientists speculate that the squid may have accidentally swallowed a few parts of itself somehow. <gasps> what the fuck? I
0: mean, yeah. I guess if you're that big and you have that many legs, it's bound. Things just
1: end up in your belly. Uh, the Smithsonian has two giant squids on display. You can see them in the National Museum of Nas- Natural History, Sand Ocean Hall. The pair represents both sexes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, did you know their brains are donut shaped?
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Isn't but that that's fun? So
1: weird. it has got a little hole in the middle. So, uh, <laughs> that's not the weird part though. What's truly bizarre. Um, at least from our mammal centric perspective is the fact that it's esophagus passes through the hole in the middle of its brain. So its throat goes through it's, it's brain. brain. Uh, giant squids have to be really careful while swallowing because if a given meal isn't broken down into small pieces, first it can rub against the brain and cause damage.
0: <laughs> like, hold your this? food or you're going to get brain
1: damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, before 2004, nobody had ever snapped any pictures of a live one. History was made by residents of Ogasawara islands located 600 miles south of japan on september 30th of 2004 using a line baited with shrimp zoologist tsunami kubodera and whale watcher kiyoshi mori attracted in a, a giant squid about 29 or 2950 feet beneath their vessel 500 still images were snapped by a submerged camera before the squid took off leaving behind an 18 foot severed tentacle so, I can't think it just dropped its tentacle Ugh. or it got stuck in a line or something. Yeah. Um, jellyfish actually help the giant squid hunt. These are just weird animals. I'm telling you, ocean, I don't get it. <laughs> um, They say the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Certain jellyfish are bioluminescent, which means that they can light themselves up and illuminate the ocean's inky depths. Predators like giant squid eat many of the fish that hunt jellyfish. So if a bioluminescent jelly finds itself under attack, it can issue a cry for help by flashing a distress signal in the hopes that it might attract an even larger carnivore and scare off its assailant. Uh, The that was the theory behind luring the giant squid with an electronic jellyfish as seen in a recent NOAA video that circulate, circulated the internet. Uh, yeah. So they're literally, if there's this one fish that's chasing after jellyfish, it'll flash its lights and then the squid will come running and eat it. Call its
0: Help. big badass friend. Right.
1: Help me. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's not the only monster sized squid out there. Meet the Masonicothusis tony, better known as the Colossal Squid. Um, Though the Colossal Squid probably exceeds it lengthwise. um, It's heavier on average. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So the giant squid exceeds it lengthwise. Okay. So the giant squid is bigger, but the Colossal Squid um, is a lot heavier. It has even bigger eyeballs and wields swiveling hooks on its tentacles. So it's not those serrated (laughs) edges. They have actual hooks
0: on the tentacles. That swivel. That swivel. Okay, (laughs) sure. Even better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, how does this happen in evolution? I don't get it. Uh, Colossal squid live in the Southern Ocean at depths of at least 3,280 feet, um, like about 1,000 meters. So it's a a good 1,000 feet deeper than the giant squid. And they have larger and heavier bodies than the giant squid, according to the Museum of New Zealand, Te Papa Tongawera, um one of the few known colossal squid specimens held at the te papa museum weighs 992 pounds which is 450 kilograms while giant squid are thought to only weigh up to 606 pounds so that's a good 350 pound difference mm-hmm. at least a uh, colossal squid can reach lengths of 45 feet so they are shorter they're okay. just chunkier it's
0: just yeah, yeah.
1: A colossal squid can reach lengths of about 45 feet, like I said, but giant squids can grow even longer because of their two elongated tentacles that reach um, maybe up to 66 feet. So that's what makes them longer is their two long tentacles. Last but not least, conservation status is of least concern because as we know, squids will pop
0: them out. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that's so interesting. I remember, I think it was the video you were talking about when that surfaced a couple years ago it was so cool Uh, terrifying yeah it was just like this tiny little window and all of a sudden it was like this big fuck off thing like (laughs) Like how does this exist like there is so much alien life on
1: this planet right you know
0: that we just don't appreciate and we don't even know what else is there like the stuff that we research and talk about is crazy enough but all the stuff we don't know about. Yeah. This is what we've been able to test at and and study at
1: 3000 feet, (laughs) you know, like just imagine what's
0: deeper. I try not to
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe not. So yeah, that's the giant squid. Um, they're terrifying. We'll, we need to get better at posting photos and videos of these crazy things every day. Yeah, we should. Because they're
0: psycho. They're super interesting. I'm so glad you did that because mine was not at <laughs> all oh, interesting. But yeah, the Colossus had freaking swiveling hooks. Swiveling.
1: Swiveling, not just like, oh, well, we can just hook this way. It'll, let me turn around over here and catch that guy. That is a lot of possibilities to get hooked. Yep, I'm really glad that I live on land and not 3,000 deep feet deep. I just would not be about that life. Mm, Preach.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community.
1: This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world.
0: Until next time, mermaids!